What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Alrighty, welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Sean Ellis Rogers, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They're the owner and the creator of Official Mark Productions and the Official Mark Collection, but you may recognize him from all three seasons of On the Way Up Atlanta, and I cannot wait to get to know him better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to, to the show, Mark with a Q. How are you doing? I am amazing. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm doing great. I am so happy to have you here. I appreciate you taking my call and making some space for me in your calendar. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm really excited. Me as well. Now, tell me, what are you most excited for in 2023? Oh, I guess the number one thing I'm most excited for in 2023 is just the amount of growth that I guess that I'm just kind of seeing as possible. Um, I have spent a lot of time like kind of relaxing and taking it easy and just trying to figure out, you know, what I want the next phase of my life to be and I kind of feel like I'm in a place where I'm ready to take everything that I'm doing to the next level. Nice. What are you leaving behind in 2022? Oh, <laughs> uh, I think I don't know. I'm not leaving anything behind. I'm, I'm accepting I'm accepting everything. I'm taking everything with me. Uh, I can't even really say it's people that I'm leaving behind in 20, uh, 2022. Okay, I like that. So fill my audience in. Tell us who is Mark? So uh, Mark with a Q is the Sag, the filmmaker, the CEO. Um, I, of course, like you said, I own my own production company, Official Mark Productions, um, which I produce my own content. I've worked with a lot of different people and brands in the past um, and helping to bring their ideas to life. Um, and I'm also, uh, I have my own apparel line as well, the Official Mark Collection. So that was started in 2019. Um, I had no idea like what direction I wanted to go in from the jump. Like it started off with me just wearing hats and I would get like hats from Forever 21 
and people were like, oh, you know, that's cool. And I like the saying, oh, you have your own hat line. I'm like, no, but I mean, that makes sense. So it started off as kind of like a hat line type thing. And then over um, the last couple of years, it kind of grew into me doing um, hats and shirts. And this year I plan on kind of getting into um, socks and just a lot of different things. I'm not going to say too much, but uh, yeah, so I'm definitely like staying busy. Okay. Is there a movie or a TV show that sparked your fascination with film? No, because crazy, the crazy um, story about that is I've just always been fascinated with film. I can remember being a child um, and just always being interested in the behind the scenes of like what was going on in a movie. And then I remember uh, I had to be maybe around eight and Tyler Perry, he was like really, really huge and he was coming up. And that was the first time I had saw somebody that almost looked like me, you know, doing film. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's something that I can actually do. So it's definitely grown into, you know, I want to say far beyond just the passion. Nice. Would you say Tyler is your favorite director? <laughs> uh, not necessarily. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm my my favorite director right now. I'm, I'm gonna say that uh, just because I have a lot of different people that I I respect and you know I look at for different things. So I dig that. What's your favorite choice of media, film or television? That's a good one. Um. I definitely, right now I'm on this this television bench. So like I'm on Netflix. I'm watching all the series. Um, it's it's to a point now where I'm watching some of these shows like out of order. I'll be on season three and then jump back to season two. And so I think I'll have to say right now television is. And I'm also writing a scripted series. So I guess maybe that's also a reason why I'm kind of fascinated with the storytelling of TV shows. Nice. Do you have a preference in which you'd like like to produce more consistently? Mm, not necessarily, especially where I am right now. I'm just right now. I'm just trying to get content out. Nice. What makes a great project to you? What makes a great project to me is the storytelling aspect of it, and um, I think that's what's kind of lost essentially um, in a lot of what we watch today I think people put so much focus into just like everything else uh, from the camera angles to the people that are playing the roles and I think sometimes a good movie is just I remember back in the day some of my favorite movies the coming to America the set it off the players club those type of movies it wasn't about who was playing these roles these were just like up and coming people it was just about the message in the movie and the story from beginning to the end and I think that's what's lacking in today's um, culture of movies nice have you written some of the projects that that you brought to screen yes I have I have a few projects out right now, but uh, I will say the one that I'm most proud of is called uh, F Love. I'm kind of tired of saying the, the explicit, explicit version of it, but <laughs> I did that um, 
I did that project back in 2018. That was my first short film, and it was really inspired by um, some situations that I was kind of involved in and just finding myself and, you know, sometimes through relationships, and it became through my uh, relationships with, uh, like, my family and friends. And it was basically, like, um, ultimately, like, poems that I was writing to myself to kind of get me through some of these situations. Um, so that's what I'm the most proud of, but I've done, I did a Black Lives, I've done two Black Lives Matter um, projects. I did a short that was about, I think in total it was about eight minutes long. Um, I shot it at maybe one o'clock in the morning one night, just bored. And then I did another project, uh, somebody that I know came to me with an, an idea and it involved kids, the um, kids basically telling of like stories of police brutality and just so I ended up bringing that to life and that's also something that I'm really proud of it's called my skin I love that mm -hmm. tell me about your writing process and how you go about creating a new piece Ooh. it's all over the place uh, because sometimes I will just I just get like ideas randomly and most of the time, if I don't like try to develop it in the moment, it sits with me and it's like, it bothers me and it bothers me until I finally just like get it out, whether through like writing it or just like expressing my ideas. But um, I'll say more specifically, I'm currently working on a horror series. So I had first got this idea, I wanna say back in 2021, um, I wrote a short film just about um, it was supposed to be like a horror story really simple straight to the point one night a character encounters a couple people and one of these people ends up um, stalking her so that kind of turned into me doing I said I want to do something a little bigger so I turned it into a full episode and then I said okay well I have this idea to do a series based off of it so I think the best way to um the most simple way to put it is that my writing process is really all over the place. Uh, and I'm really, really detailed with um, like what I want and what I want in characters. Like what I was saying earlier about what's lacking in storytelling, I think that a lot of the people that I know, um, they're able to come up with really good concepts and they're able to come up with characters. But I feel like sometimes I wanna know how I can relate to somebody or a character on screen on a personal level. So sometimes I get to a, I, I literally will write out characters and it gets down to their favorite color or what's their zodiac sign. That's my favorite thing to do. Um, a lot of my characters I write based off of their zodiac signs. So um, yeah, that's a little bit of what my writing process is like. Who's your favorite character that you've written? Y'all haven't met him yet, but <laughs> his name is Jace, and he is, ooh, he is fire. <laughs> I think this character, I'm not gonna lie, and I, I shouldn't be really giving this away, but in a lot of ways, this character is um, me. Me, in a lot of ways. Hopefully y'all see the, the positive ways, but even in some in some other ways, this character really is, is, is me. So me being able to kind of like, um, 
take elements of my personality and some of the things that I would do and say and put it into my writing and you know people even like the people the cast that they've read the script and they're like oh yeah he is <laughs> he on fire so I'm excited for you know people to just see um yeah just everything that I have kind of coming up when are we gonna get to meet Jace really soon that's all I can say <laughs> <laughs> Very, very soon. Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm working on the pilot uh, as we speak. Um, so once I can get that kind of solidified, I can't really say when I'm gonna put this out because um, I'm a perfectionist, number one, and then two, it's horror. So I'm thinking maybe like Halloween, but that's, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a long way, so. Uh, every, anything that I do, I just want it to be always well thought out and like very like put together. So. What's the name of your biopic and how are you going to present it? Ooh, that's a real crazy question. I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, if I was to ever tell a story about my life, I don't know. I, don't, I definitely don't have a name because I'm just not that far in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I still have a whole bunch more stuff to go through but um, I don't think I would do a movie honestly I was thinking more like it would have to be a TV series nice and I'm gonna need like Grey's Anatomy um, treatment I need about 20 seasons to tell my story yeah <laughs> <laughs> for that yeah now, if you could bring anybody's life story to the screen that you haven't seen yet, whose story are you telling and how are you going to tell it? Beyonce. Okay. That's, that's the tweet. That's the answer. Final answer, Beyonce. And I would say for for many reasons, and I think the number one being just because of how like private and reserved that she is. So... Uh, anybody that's able to bring that type of, you know, who it's going to tell. It reminds me almost of like the Aretha Franklin uh, movie that came out a couple of years ago, Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people didn't know too much about Aretha Franklin. So to see the movie and to see kind of like a look into her life, imagine somebody bringing that to life, but on a Beyonce scale. Oh my God. That, and then the way she's a perfectionist. Oh my gosh. <laughs> totally see that yeah that'll be everything how often do you act in your own projects oh i haven't and (laughs) the crazy part is i came close to playing one of the characters in this horror series which i'm not ruling it out 100 percent yet but uh, my focus is making sure that i can really bring this to life and, and everything makes sense so I'm really trying to focus on the back side of everything. And then uh, I plan on doing a couple of episodes of this. So once I get to that place to where I'm, you know, I'm comfortable, number one, and then two, it makes sense for me, then I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I got to be a part of this horror series. Sweet. So talk to me about casting. What do you look for in actors? People that's ready to work and have a passion that's it <laughs> that's all i need i'll i'll work with the rest but you got the passion you got the drive come work with me we can make something happen okay dope if you could remake a classic film what would it be 
I feel like I just thought about this as well. <laughs> hmm. If I had to, if I was able to remake a classic movie, and it's already been done, but I would do it just because of, I guess you could say the value that it kind of, you know, um, it would be The Wizard of Oz. I have okay. seen The Wizard of Oz. Well, I would say The Wiz because The Wiz is actually one of my favorite movies. But I have seen The Wizard of Oz, I kid you not, at least 500 times in my lifetime. Thanks mm. to my grandma. <laughs> we would sit around and watch The Wizard of Oz for like hours, back to back. <laughs> so I would, I would definitely like remake The Wizard of Oz on The Wiz. Love that. Let's get into official Mark Productions. Congratulations on the development of your company, first and foremost. Thank but you. Of course. How did the decision to launch this company come about for you? So it all really goes back to, I guess you could say, my childhood, just being like really fascinated with film. It really it took me like from childhood up until like into my adulthood and I remember being in high school and people coming to me like hey because I did at this point people knew I did videos I guess because outside of film I I still I do videography like that's a part of my business as well and I have a a lot of clients that (laughs) that I love and really appreciate um, just for trusting me but um at that point they they figured out i did videos so i'm i'm doing other people's like projects and stuff in high school and then that turned into me um after i graduated i I know i'm talking all over the world i'm really trying to make sure i tell the story right because somebody will swear me up and down i'm not telling my own story right (laughs) but um that's what this show is set up for you know (laughs) so i graduated high school and I remember uh, really kind of not being taken seriously in the beginning because I told people, like, I was, I want to be a filmmaker. And they were asking, like, well, what aspect? And I'm like, all aspects. Like, you know, I want to be involved in every single aspect of filmmaking. Like, I, I want to do that. I, that's what I'm going to do, you know? And I remember just having that drive graduating and not knowing, like, what was going to be next for me. I knew that I didn't want to go to school. You know, because I felt like it wasn't really something that I had to go to school to pursue. And then I also knew that at the same time, you know, I just have to have some type of plan. So um, I started working with different people, like coming out the gate. Like, I feel like a lot of people may not know, but I was I was involved in chasing Atlanta for a long time. Like I joined them season two and helped them out uh, up until want to say maybe season three or four and that kind of gave me the foundation that I needed to kind of um get a taste of what I wanted to do so seeing being around them and seeing them chase their dreams and developing those you know connections and relationships um that's really ultimately what led me to start my production company and this was back in 2018. Um, I shot my first short film on my iPhone, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm serious about this. Uh, like I said, it's more than a passion for me, so I 
knew like okay let me take the proper steps to to really like make it a business not just something that I'm I'm doing as a hobby so that's how my production company was formed nice are there any projects that you're working on now that you can let us know to look forward to <laughs> well I know I've been talking about the horror series because that's really and that's something I've been working on for a while I have um, I've been working on this horror series for a while I've casted and recasted and you know started and started again and so I'm really I'm glad that I'm in a place now where I'm actually able to I have to write people number one and then I'm able to bring this to life because it's something that I have really put my all into and when y'all like see this and y'all really pay attention to the detail and the story it's gonna it's gonna mess y'all heads up <laughs> so that's that's the number one thing I'm most excited about but I would just say I'm, I have a lot of stuff in the works a lot of stuff nice what are you looking to contribute to the film industry as a whole I just want to leave my mark in some kind of way um, and I guess it goes back to what I keep saying, oh, excuse me I keep saying um, storytelling um, mm-hmm. I want to tell really really unique and authentic stories and I feel like it's almost my my obligation, um, my responsibility to to tell real stories for my people. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. Now you wear a lot of hats, figuratively and literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. Which which of the lanes that you are active in put the most pressure on you? Ooh, um, all of them, but probably I would say the apparel side of it because what people don't know is that when you order something, I I make it, I ship it, I do the whole nine. So I, I literally have heat press, I have the, I do my packaging, I ship all my orders out on my own. So I think that's where the most pressure is applied, and it's only because apparel was never really like my thing i never was trying to go into the fashion apparel the none of this but when i started seeing i don't want to say like the demand but i saw that the support was kind of there for it and i have a lot of people that have supported my you know my collection throughout the years and i'm really grateful for that especially being that it's not my it's not my thing i'm just i'm grateful that i've been able to produce I totally get that. What keeps you up at night? Uh, all of these, like you said, the mini hats. <laughs> all these jobs that I have, it keeps me up. And the funny story is, um, I just recently did this this rebrand, and I called it Rebirth. And it's because I wanted a fresh start. Um, just on like everything, I feel like I'm in a really good place and space in life. Um, to create and to kind of get back into what I love. So I did the photo shoot, I want to say around my birthday. It had to have been maybe the day before or after my birthday in December. And after I did the photo shoot, the pictures turned out amazing. I'm like, okay, I had this idea. I just kept seeing this video. I kept seeing this this video in my head. I kept seeing the, the red and the blue and I kept I kept hearing um, 
<laughs> I can't say it, but I kept hearing this song. I just kept hearing it over and over again. And I went to bed that night, but I was back up and I just could not sleep. And I just kept getting that visual in my head. It was, I kid you not, five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, I go in my living room. I still have my backdrop set up. I cut the lights back on. I set the cameras up. I'm like, okay. And I just, I just started shooting. I didn't know what I was shooting. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm, I almost think I'm crazy because once again, it's five, six o'clock in the morning and why am I up like shooting a video? And once I did that video, I remember I finished at maybe like eight o'clock, eight or nine. I was able to go back to sleep and I slept peacefully for a couple of hours. And I was like, listen, that's exactly what it was. Sometimes like I'm I'm up at night because my thoughts are just like so rapid. And that's that's the type of passion that I want to keep like throughout the next couple of years. By the end of my career, I want to just always be able to say I had that type of drive to where I'm up at five in the morning creating. Um, I can't sleep at night because my body wants me to create because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not, what am I doing all of this for? So, yeah. I love that. What's been the most impactful project that you've been a part of? most impactful hmm let's see well I'm t- for this I'm actually gonna step outside of the film realm if that's okay because okay. what some people don't know as well uh, my grandmother she has a nonprofit, Hearts and Hands Atlanta and I'm really really involved with that so uh, we go out we feed the homeless once a month we're actually getting ready to feed the homeless this month on the 21st um so that's something I'm, I'm really passionate about as well. And that's something that I'm really grateful to be involved in. And how can people reach out and be a part of that? So we're, we're on social media, uh, Hearts or Hands Atlanta. That's another one of the hats that I, that I wear. I'm the social media manager. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us on social media, uh, Hearts or Hands Atlanta. Our site is Hearts or Hands atl.org um, and if you want to get involved shoot me a DM on my my personal page on the um, the nonprofit page you can send an email on the website just in whatever way just get involved nice what has what have you learned about yourself from putting stories on screen? Mm. What I've learned about myself, and I really, I can say any project that I do, I strive to always kind of include, in some kind of way, some kind of aspect, I try to include some form of inspiration. Um, Because I look at myself as, I, 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 I want to be at the end of the day an inspiration to the next person. So if somebody can look at me or look at something that I've done um, and just feel inspired or just, even if it just brings them a little bit of joy, then I feel like I've done something correct. So that's always something that I try to sprinkle just a little bit of into everything that I do, inspiration. Okay. 
Are you looking for new projects to produce at the moment? Uh, I would say yes and no. I'm I'm always like open to ideas, and I'm always down to create. Anybody that knows me will tell you that. But I'm also right now I'm in a space where I feel like I've kind of neglected a lot of the things that I've wanted to do. Um, just kind of being involved in other people's projects or uh, bringing other people's um, ideas to life. So I'm in a really, I'm in my own zone right now, I guess you could say, <laughs> creatively. But uh, no, I'm always open to ideas and I'm always ready to work. Love that. Now, if I may, let's jump into reality TV just a little bit because... <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> you how you were on the production side of of chasing Atlanta for a few seasons. And then eventually we saw you come on camera and be a part of different shows and this, that, and the third. And you're on the current season of On the Way Up Atlanta, those things and that and yes. the third. Yes. So you have, um, do you have a moment or like, can you describe what made you want to, want to come from behind the cameras and actually be the personality on film? A crazy story. So it wasn't even like that. I, I didn't even really. Okay, so I had done the Chasing Atlanta thing and I, I love, you know, being involved and making those connections and just being able to work because, like I told you, when I graduated, I was just hungry to work. Like, I just, let's just work. I want to learn. I need the experience. So I met Devante at some point. <laughs> um, in the midst of the whole chasing Atlanta days and we ended up exchanging information and I remember um I think he messaged me and was telling me you know he wanted to meet with me he was working on different things and so we ended up meeting and he was telling me about this reality show this well not even reality show at the time he was telling me about a docuseries that he was working on and he was like I'm just trying to put a group of people together um, where we all kind of intertwined and we're networking and we're kind of developing bonds and so I'm like okay cool I'm all for it um, so then I guess I may have shocked him because I shocked myself when I asked him well you know what's how, what's the casting going to be like you know because it, it may be something I, I want to pursue I never in a million years had thought that I was I would be in front of the cameras I just wanted to be behind the scenes but I don't know, it was just something about the conversation and something about his his idea. And you know, I really, really um I was I was sold on the idea. And so that's how that happened. <laughs> okay. So in that line of thinking, when you decided to just have this impulse thought of, well, why not? Let's do it. What what story or what part of your life did you want us to see? What did you sign on to show the world when it comes to Mark with a Q? I signed on to show all aspects of me. I feel like the good, the bad, the ugly, the truth, because that's that's really, that's how I try to live my life. I don't want to be somebody that I'm not. I don't want to, you know, lead people to believe that my life is one way and it's not so from the jump I was really open about just like you know including my family and 
uh, my friends and and just being you know me because like I like I said I, I want people to look to me and just be inspired so I say if I can do this and you know somebody younger than me or hey, somebody the same age as me they're watching this and they're, they're like well hey he's doing this I can do this or that's that's what it was for me mm-hmm. so with you coming from production side and and becoming a personality Describe what the filming process was like for you going from actually being the person filming to being the person being filmed. Honestly, I think it was a really, really smooth transition. I think it was it was so crazy because it was so like easy. (laughs) Um, Because the cameras were cut on and I was just I was being myself, you know, because I wasn't trying too hard. I wasn't trying to be something that I wasn't. It was just natural for me to just kind of come around and just, I knew that I had a job to do. I can put it like that. I knew it was, it wasn't, I wasn't on production. I wasn't doing anything behind the scenes. If you tell me to show up and be myself, then hey, I'm gonna show up and be myself. And that's what I did. Perfection. Mm-hmm. Now, as one of the originating cast members of On The Way Up Atlanta, we've OG. seen, <laughs> okay, one of the OG. We've seen your journey from season one all the way up until season three that's airing now. And I'm going through the episodes of this current season and I see you. (laughs) You're present. Yes. (laughs) You were on camera. Mm -hmm. I'm there. But I don't hear a lot from you. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there, though. <laughs> you are there. You are very present. Very we much so there. I'll be looking for you and your hats. <laughs> and the unbothered, you know, sweatshirt. Yeah, I'm I there. For the sweat and the apparel and the clothing and the brand and the, you know, product Listen. placement of it all. I live Listen. for it. Listen. <laughs> we love a human billboard. What's, what's, when are you gonna start talking? <laughs> I don't know. I probably won't start talking this season, honestly. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, I probably won't be talking this season, but um, no, I'm 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 no longer on the show. Um I did, you know, I, I did a lot of filming the past season. I didn't really film my own personal storyline per se. But I was involved in a lot of the things that the group, you know, had going on from in the beginning. And then, you know, as the season progresses, you'll kind of see, you know, um, I guess the where it kind of dissolved for me. But um, other than that, I mean, you know, I wish them nothing but the best. They're they're killing it. I'm really, you know, always proud um, of Devontae. And, you know, I never forget where I came from. Of course. Now, am I allowed to lightly dive into this? Ah, we can, I, I'm gonna dive in as, as deep as I can. How about that? Because I ain't gonna go too deep, yeah. but I'm gonna take maybe to the four foot in yeah. the pool. Let's go. Five feet, and, and then Let's we'll go. see. What we of course. As far as the editing is concerned, did they just retroactively sherry pie you? Like, did they just like cut you out? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't. No, it wasn't like, the thing like all back the season goes along. 
No, it was it was really a thing where uh, we had a plan in the beginning, you know, and I signed on to do it again, and ultimately it did just really pan out the way that it was supposed to, I guess you could say. And it's not like they're editing me out or anything. They don't have really too much to edit with me, I don't think. So it's like they're gonna they'll use what they can use. Like I was there for some, for different things, and I had even shot my own personal scenes with some people that are you know on the cast. And then I guess they're kind of like turning them into just their scenes and it's not, you won't see me doing confessionals. You won't really see me in my own, you know, but also too, I don't really know what's going on in that side of things. You know, I don't know how much I'm going to be involved this season. So like I said, it's it's like, no, it's no bad blood or nothing, I, I hope, but <laughs> it's just, it was just really, I was in a position where, um, I was just kind of in a position where I was just, honestly, I just wasn't there no more. I, there's no other way to put it. I just mm-hmm. wasn't there mentally. You know, like what people don't see in this is, I have been on the way up since season one. I've gone through so much, you know, in my life, on camera, off camera. I've lost friends, you know, you know, um, throughout this whole process being on, on the way up. I've so to go through all of that and to kind of like just be in a, a space where you just want something different in your life, that's where I was. I was like, okay, I want something different. I got to figure out what's best for Mark. I got to put Mark first. I got to make sure that my mental is good because at the end of the day, you know, when I'm up at night, I'm the only person that's up at night, you know, worried about some of this stuff. So right. I just had to put myself first in, a situa- in this situation. And so I kind of kind of started just distancing myself just a little bit and it wasn't to be like it was just hey i'm not i'm not there no more i can't i can't keep doing this i'm not really here for the drama i just want y'all to to know that i'm a filmmaker and i got an apparel line you know what i mean and i'm just trying to grind and this is my life my life don't really involve other people and their drama and stuff and that's that's ultimately what it boiled down to (laughs) Okay, I dig that. Um, would you have a desire to continue to be on camera in a different capacity? Like, would you want to tell your story in spinoff somewhere? Uh, <laughs> or, you know, I just, you know, because I'm sure that the children are going to want to know. I'm not the one to read. Girls <laughs> say, you, you know, keep me. So, you know, they're going to ask me these questions and I would be ready. I did that. I got you. Um, all I'm gonna say is, this is not the last of um, the reality side of Mark with the Q. <laughs> I'll say that if, if that answers the question, I'm gonna I'm I'm definitely be in front of the camera because, as you can see, um, number one, I get a lot of love. You know, being on the way up, I get a lot of love. A lot of people saying they love me, they love what I bring to the show, my personality, my spirit, and that's exactly what I'm trying to embody in my day to day life. I wanna always remain you know just gracious and humble and um so yeah if people want to see me people are going to see me okay so what overall do you take away from the reception of the audience now that you've been through the experience it's becoming hindsight for you you're kind of in your last hurrah of this situation what are you taking from the reception of the audience? 
<laughs> they miss me. That's what I'm taking away from it because I get so many, I done got so many messages. Even some of my friends called me like, why I didn't see you? I'm like, I already told you the story, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Why are you calling me? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, right. But yeah, I had so many, I had people like would tag me in posts and, you know, in some comments. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm really grateful for the love. And I know, you know, I, I can feel my presence. Um, well, the lack of my presence, you know what I mean? I can feel it. A lot of people are telling me they feel it. And, you know, I'm sorry. I, I did this for, for other people for so long. That's what people don't know, too. Like, by the second season, I was drained. I'm like, ooh, like, this is what it is to be in front of the cameras. But it was so many people that was that was rooting for me and that was like, oh, we love you. And, and so then I, I did a second season, you know what I mean? And we saw how that went. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. So it's, it's just really like sometimes mentally draining. That's the side of reality that people don't really I guess see, understand, or even try to like get in a sense. Like it's it's draining, especially for somebody that like my life is not that dramatic on a day to day basis. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this: Do you feel like the benefits of being on reality television outweighed the effects that it had on your mental process? No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. And see me, I'm I'm really big on mental health as well. So, um, yeah, when you get to a point to where you don't know who you are or you don't know what's going on, and you just like, I, I had got to a place where I'm like, Mark, what are you doing? Like, no, first of all, this is not you. You shouldn't be feeling like this. You shouldn't be like thinking like this. Like, I had to get back to that. I had to get back to my own like happy and that's the reason why like I told you this 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 whole rebrand that I'm that I'm doing right now is yeah it took a, a, a long time for me to get to this place so like a lot of like even the work the amount of work I put into this just photo shoot just for a profile picture like that's the type of that I'm momentum that I'm trying to keep up of course when it comes to your cast members on the show because, you know, we're <laughs> protecting your peace right now. Right. <laughs> um, what percentage of your cast would you say are your actual friends that you <laughs> a relationship with now that you're <laughs> on the show versus your coworkers who... <laughs> well, you know, um, I'm gonna give the PR answer. Um, I'm I'm cool with everyone. <laughs> That's what everybody gonna say. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I, I really, I I strongly, strongly believe you. No, no, no. Listen, no. All those, it's the sad Jimmy. It's the sad Jimmy. I'm I'm cool with everybody. Don't get me wrong. But as far as like being close and talking to people like on the regular, I talk to Avery and I talk to Rachel. And yeah, we're we're really close. Uh, I actually just hung out with them last weekend. We didn't we hadn't seen each other in a little while, but we had a really good time. And that was what I went into the show trying to kind of, you know what I mean, walk away uh, with. If I didn't leave with nothing else, I wanted to have some connections and some genuine friendship. So yeah. Now. <sighs> Do you have, when it comes to doing reality television, now I know this may not be the type of reality TV you 
you may be doing in the future. I'm not going to um, dive into mm-hmm. it. Maybe, 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 maybe not. We don't know. We'll have to see what the future holds, right? <laughs> okay. This question still applies. Let's go. <laughs> Which dynamic do you prefer? Would you prefer to do reality television with people who you're actually friends with? Mm-hmm. Or would you prefer to just show up, clock in, do your job, and go home? Mm, you know what? To, to be real with you, it, it doesn't matter to me because either way, I still have a job that needs to be done. You know what I mean? And that's what it all boils down to with me. Uh, if we friends, we not friends. I guess you could say being friends is a plus, but I guess because my, I have a really uh, tight circle now. So um, and my friends, they probably don't want to be on a reality show with me, to be honest, which you probably would never do that. So I can't, but I don't, either way it goes for me, I just feel like just be yourself, be authentically you, and yeah. Totally love that. Over the course of your three seasons on On The Way Up Atlanta, what would you feel was the hardest thing for you to film or to have aired on the show? Mmm. It was a scene. So, while filming on the way up, I lost three aunts. My condolences. Yes, I lost three aunts. So, that was like a really hard time for me. And it wasn't really like over a long span. So, um, it was a scene that I shot where I actually, I went to uh, my aunt's grave site. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, that was probably the hardest thing for me to film because I have never in my life been that like vulnerable and open and I'm like crying I got the, <laughs> the crybaby face on so that was that was really hard but yeah, I, it, it showed a different side of me so I didn't I didn't really care absolutely and I'm sure I'm not the only one that genuinely appreciates that yeah now to flip the energy on that what was the most fulfilling thing for you to film during time on the show um (laughs) i don't know that's a great question maybe it's yet to be filmed (laughs) oh i don't know (laughs) i don't know um a lot, well, I'm not going to even say that because honestly, a lot of like my life is being shown. So like, I did a lot of different things while I was filming. I did a, uh, I did a toy drive that I was doing annually that was shown on the show uh, season two. So like moments like that that was kind of happening in my life. Those are my personal achievements that I was, you know, I'm really proud of. So that's awesome. Yeah. Now, do you think- that? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Well, stay tuned, children. Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> is the person that the audience received from you on on the way up Atlanta the same person that you set out to present to them? Absolutely. And yes, I was so afraid of that season two because, like, season one, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna be myself, and whatever happens, happens. Like, you know, I wasn't trying to be famous or nothing. I'm like, let me just. So when I was getting that positive feedback from people, it was like, okay, so let me just keep being myself. So then by season two, um, when being myself kind of, it kind of became misconstrued 
because of some situations, I was like, oh my gosh, like people are gonna watch this show, they gonna hate me. And and when I was still getting like the positive feedback and still getting love, I'm like, okay, that clearly means that I must be somewhat a decent person. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, as long as I'm good. Absolutely. Now, what has doing reality television taught you about people? Hmm. I guess I'm going to relate reality to life because, like, you go through a lot of different seasons in your life and people come, people go. But as long as, I guess you just remain who you are nothing else really matters <laughs> and that's in life and that's in reality as well like this i've seen a lot of people get going to that reality realm and they get they become bigger than the platform that they're on even though they're not bigger than the platform you get what i'm saying it's like some people get that that big head that ego and you just gotta humble yourself sometimes you know like there's no reason we, we all doing the same thing essentially we all trying to reach our goals we all got dreams we chasing so I just don't see why people can't remain gracious and humble 10 million percent mm-hmm. now what has being in front of the camera taught you about yourself <laughs> that I have a lot of facial expressions <laughs> yeah I mean I guess I knew that but I didn't know until like I'm watching and that was another thing to a lot of people was um, people would be in the comments week to week talking about my faces and I'm like yeah I don't be knowing I'm just like this is me naturally like my friends will tell you I'm just but I didn't that- realize it until I was actually seeing myself <laughs> I'm sure you've read several of my my comments. People like this boy face though, like <laughs> I probably have, I'm sure I have. <laughs> the face is facing. His <laughs> <laughs> face is my mood for the whole episode. I'm Listen, sure you've read comments. Nice to meet you officially. And that's exactly why my brand is centered around being unbothered and I'm a whole mood because listening. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I if I don't relate to nothing else. I relate to Mark's face. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So I did something right, listen. Absolutely. (laughs) Do you think you found yourself yet? Yes, yeah. This is 2023, Mark. And see, like, I was in a space where I used to say my age. I'm 25, I'm young. Um, I'm just, I'm ready to tackle the next chapter of my life. I have a lot of goals that I, I just, I have to reach. Not even that I want to reach, I have to reach. I want to be able to take care of my family. I want to well, take care of myself first. See, there I go again, I got to put myself first. But I have a lot of stuff that I just, I have a lot of ideas that I just want to, I want to bring to life. So I have, it took a long time for me to get to this place, but yeah, I think I I found myself. I know who I am. I'm unapologetically me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So what does the person you found today tell your younger self in retrospect? What does 2023 Mark tell the Mark that picked up his first camera? I don't have to tell him much because when I picked up that camera, and I have not put it down since. It, it might not be the same one, but I always got a camera in my hand. But I would just, I would tell myself, just keep going. 
And I feel like if I had maybe somebody telling me, even though looking back, I, I don't need it because I'm still going, but maybe it would have just made a little bit of some of the things I've been through easier. Maybe it would have comforted me. I don't know. But I would just tell myself, keep going. And you're going to get there. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. What do you think the biggest misconception is about you? <laughs> the biggest misconception for people that don't like watch, I guess, on the way up. If you just see me in person, a lot of times people they they take my I'm okay. I'm really shy, like in real life. Like I get in front of the cameras, I'm all on the way up, and I'm like it's big personality and and smart with a cue. But in real life, you know, I'm just smart. Um, I'm, I'm really chill when I go out when I'm hanging out when I'm in public when I'm shopping I'm really just like I'm really quiet and people come up to me and speak and I'm just like you know hi and sometimes people won't speak because I guess I may come off as like a little standoffish but yeah once anybody that has that, that meets me they know I'm, I'm really really sweet or at least I try to be <laughs> I love that but I'm 6'3", and I guess it's intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> intimidating would be the last word that I would have for somebody who's 6'3", but you didn't ask me that. So well, I'm no, a- you, well, no, that's how it be sometimes. So I, I mean, that's I try to go the extra miles. It's just like, you know, because sometimes my, my resting face, it just look mean sometimes. I, I try to go the extra mile to smile or like I when I walk in the room or when I'm just walking down, I just, I speak, hello, how are you? I hope you enjoy your day. I just try to go the extra mile to be nice because yeah, people will have a misconception that I'm mean because of just how I'm looking. And a lot of the times I'm probably thinking about next time I'm gonna film something so my mind be other places, <laughs> but yeah. I completely feel that. As somebody who's been told they look mean and exactly. stuff and exactly. and uh <laughs> and not approachable their entire life. I exactly. I'm just, I'm just, just like I'm just shy. I, I just don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Give me a, give, let me warm up. <laughs> my excuse is I'm just in my own bubble and I ain't studying y'all asses. So Ooh, really, but see I can't say that. I can't say that. I be wanting to sometimes. <laughs> Where is it because, like, like, is that because you're tall or what? Like, yeah, because then I'm really going to be mean. I'm tall, I'm tall. Right one. Yeah. No, I can't say that. I will be, no, people will not talk to me the rest of my life if I was to say that. But I'm glad you can get away with it, Virgo. <laughs> I mean, I do what I can. I did. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, I guess you know that's that. That's just one thing that I, I can add to the list of being technically short. I'm five eight. Well, five seven. Mm. Mm. I'm somewhere between five seven and five eight. So depending on what shoes I got on, we'll exactly. go. And how intimidating looking are you? Because I'm telling you, six three is a little different. I don't even have to. I could be smiling sometimes, and people still think I'm mean. And I'm just like, no. I'm just like trying to think of the next thing I'm gonna say. <laughs> Well, I just turned on my um, camera. Do I look in camera? <laughs> no. Dang. Like, I, that's I, the reason why you can get away with it. <laughs> oh, well, okay. I guess that's it then. <laughs> <laughs> I just got used to people 
like saying to me when they first meet me, oh, I totally thought that you were gonna be a bitch or be mean or be an asshole or kick me out. And I'm like, are you gonna give me a reason? And that's how I be. But like I said, I just can't be verbal about it. So I just, I just try to remain as, you know, people be, and people be so mean to me sometimes. And I just be like, you know what? What did my people teach me? Just be nice. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope somebody makes your day better. You know, sometimes people just be going through it. So I guess I try to go the extra mile just so I don't seem as intimidating because it's, it's really honestly something that I'm conscious of. Oh, well, I guess I got lucky there because nobody taught me but I was <laughs> in intimidating cases. So, oh my gosh. God bless y'all though. Because I am a <laughs> person, like, I'm really, like, I really am. Right. Right? Yeah, you are. You, you have not shown me anything different. Trust me. It's just, hey, like I said, I'm just a little shy. That's all. <laughs> but people think, but also, I think it's because people see on the way up and people, like the first time, probably the first thing you saw me, I'm like, hey, everybody, it's work with the queue and blah, 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 this is me. And I'm like, in real life, no, I'm, I'm really quiet. I can't do, I cannot, I could never walk up to anybody and be like, hey, what's up, y'all, Mark, with the oh, oh, my God, I probably faint before I got <laughs> to the person. See, I relate to that 100%, because, yeah. like, I call it, like, my radio voice or, like, mm-hmm. my voice like at, right. at the start of the episode what's going on everybody it's sean yep. ellis right real react like that's not <laughs> yeah to a certain extent for personality yeah i get it yeah like i just had this conversation last night because somebody was shocked when i said like i'm not like that in real life they're like what do right. you mean like, like do you really think i just walk up to people and <laughs> <laughs> what's going right. on like no Rogers, and i host a podcast called real reality realness like no I'd be scared to give out my business card. (laughs) I don't even tell people like what I like, like I like I'm the person that be sitting in the corner with they drink on their phone in the middle of the club. Like that's me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Minding thy own business. (laughs) So I completely get that. But how do you want to be remembered? It's just somebody great. That's it. That's like it's just somebody great. I look at like a lot of my um my influences. Uh, some are, are are not not living, and some are still alive. Um, I just look at the way that they kind of move and maneuver, and like I'm not. I don't. I don't want the money. You know what I mean. The money is nice. You know. I want to be successful. I want people to look at my life and say, hey, you know, he overcame so much and he was still able to become, you know what I mean? So if I can do that, then I've left my, my mark, my mark <laughs> on the world. Your mark with a Q. Literally, you know, my mark with a Q on the world. And um, yeah, I just, I, I think I'll be fulfilled just knowing that somebody can look at my story. Like some of the, these, I just saw the Whitney Houston uh, movie. I want to dance with somebody. And, you know, even though Whitney Houston, she went through so many, you know, traumatic experiences and her life was ridiculed and put under a microscope, she still is who she is. And nobody can take that away from her. She's untouchable. So, yeah, that's how I want to be remembered. Just untouchable and resilient. (laughs) I totally dig that. I love that. Yes. 
Is there anything that you want to share with me and my audience that I didn't cover in the conversation today? Hmm. No, we had a really good conversation. I don't think you missed anything. I think <laughs> everybody should know who Mark with a Q is after this. But um, I just want to say, because like I said, I'm really big on mental health. Uh, so I just like to always put out there, if anybody is going through anything, just need somebody to talk to, I'm always here. <laughs> well, just shoot me a DM because sometimes that's all a person needs is just somebody to listen. So hopefully soon I'll, you know, I'll have a, a bigger platform to really talk about mental health and I'm working on some things that, yeah, but bottom line, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Absolutely, me as well. Yes. How are you protecting your peace nowadays? <laughs> I, I stay in the loop and I don't really leave the house like that. <laughs> no. Seriously though, I work I work from home. I got my, my my office space and that's my that's my zen. I can go in there and I'm 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 at peace. I have different things on my wall, different quotes and different uh, some of my accomplishments just around me and it just makes me feel at peace. It makes me feel like I can overcome anything, I can achieve anything. And yeah, so that's how I'm like staying at peace these days. Just keeping my, keeping busy and working and staying in my office. <laughs> I hear you on that. I'm right there with you. <laughs> you leave this room, child. I'm so, I, child, I'm going to by the minute because I'm so stuck up under these lights all day. You know? I can, yeah, child, I'm doing three interviews a day. I'm like, I'm not leaving this chair. I'm just going to sit here and work until I die. Absolutely. Listen, well, no, not that. We ain't going to do that. <laughs> we going to take a break. We going to enjoy life, but we going to work hard. I, that's, that's my New Year's resolution is to try to figure out something to do with my free time besides filling it up with more things to do for work yeah yeah i'm the type of person like i want to have a radio show for the next 50 years of my career but i want to die on air like mm. i just want to die doing what i love literally hey wendy um uh, wendy williams because <laughs> she works <laughs> but i don't know what that says <laughs> You know. No, just her. Just I just I look at I, I mean her work ethic because she works really hard. They they say that she didn't take days off. She wouldn't even go to the doctor. <laughs> and we so, see her not going to no damn doctor, but Lord, she's refit and now she yeah. learned. Now she knows better. She does better. She's learned yeah. the situation. Now yeah. that she allegedly in better health, God bless. Yes. Cause I love me some Wendy Williams. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Prayers go out to her. It, absolutely, daily. Child. I'm always. <laughs> yeah, because Yeah, but no, that type of work ethic though, like just, just because last year I thought that I was going, I thought I was going to be filming every month of last year, and the Lord was like, no, that's not what I want you to do. I want you to live life. I want you to. I, I did a lot of traveling last year. I'm, I'm grateful that um i was just able to really just like slow down and just kind of enjoy life and i guess that's what helped me get to my my rebirth <laughs> mm. love that yeah so now i'm ready to film every month this year so hopefully it's in god's plans <laughs> i feel you on that i you know people think i'm crazy that i do these interviews seven days a week and that i put out new 
new episodes five days a week. I do a second podcast. I do a live show five days a week. Yeah, because, you know, I've kind of tuned in a little bit. I've caught a couple of lives that you've done just because I like to, you know, do my research beforehand. <laughs> Please take that. That's why I always send y'all the link to the podcast. I'm like, yeah. go and check out the podcast. You know, see what you think. Yeah. And then decide if you want to come, come on. Most Most people, people. <laughs> Most people just show up blind, don't know what the hell I'm gonna ask, don't know what's going uh, on. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes, but but no, I just, because I like to be able to have a conversation with somebody. And, you know, I really, I, I, I love what you, when I saw, when I saw what you had going on, because like, as I do my research, I, I really appreciated it. And I was like, okay, this is something that I can, I can get with. And why not, you know, because like I said, I don't really, I don't do much talking, especially these days. I really want my work to just kind of speak for itself. So um, I really have a huge respect for you, and especially even more now because this was really dope. I appreciate that. Thank you yes. so much. That means yes. a lot because I always, you know, I, I, I you know, really want to restructure the way that media is kind of set up in the internet space mm-hmm. nowadays because it seems like you know, no shade to nobody. There's a lot of people covering the mess, right? right. There's, people, there's a lot of tea channels, there's a lot of tea blogs, there's a lot of mess channels, and that's right. great. No shade to y'all, but there's a lot of <laughs> There's not a lot of people doing what I'm doing. Absolutely, just, and that's why I was the most fascinated. I'm like, okay, this is different, and yeah. I appreciate that. Well, that means a lot to me, and you're more than welcome to come back anytime. You're a friend of the oh, show. I appreciate that. Yes. When you decide to give us the um, tea on your next reality television endeavor, wink, wink. <laughs> Whatever the next chapter holds for Mark with the Q, you will be the first to know. Trust me. We'll be tuned in and watching. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. Now, my last question for you before I release you back into the wild. Yes. Where can the people find you? What's next? Mark with a Q, official Mark Productions, the official Mark Collection, and yes. everything you'd like to promote. Yes, yes, yes. So, if you want to get in touch with Mark with a Q, the Sag, the filmmaker, the CEO, you can find me on social media at official Mark, and that is O F F I C I A L M A R Q. Because what else are we gonna spell it with, right? <laughs> and that's across the board. And if you want to see some of my work, you can check out my my website, officialmark.com. And please, please, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have a lot of dope content that will be coming throughout the year, really, really soon. The official Mark collection, the rebrand, the rebirth, everything is rebirth. Um, we got something coming really soon. I'm just excited. Please support. Check me out. <laughs> that is so awesome. I am so excited for you. Yes. Now, on that note, children, Mr. Mark with a Q is very busy. I'm sure he has things <laughs> things to film, money to make. Listen, check listen, listen. I'm finna go see what clients I can bring in. We finna rewrite some scripts. We're finna just yeah, because I got I gotta write a couple episodes of this story series. So I'm actually finna work on that. Um I'm I'm filming in a couple weeks. So yeah. Nice. So y'all keep yes. your eyes peeled, honey. But I am going to let this man go and collect his <laughs> yes. 
that has been your show. I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me facilitate this conversation. And I wanna extend a special, special thank you to my guest, Mark, with a Q for blessing the pod. Thank you so much. And again, thank you for having me. Like I said, anytime, Mark with a Q out. I want to remind every single one of you guys to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Sean Ellis Rogers. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message and misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys.